0: Hi, welcome to Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin.
1: And I am EJ Kerwin. And
0: as always, we're just so happy to be here and... You know, hoping to give couples some helpful resources and tools to really understand how to have a healthy, loving, happy connection, even through challenging times.
1: Absolutely. It's uh, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's nice to share a little bit about what's going on with us. Like things are going really well here in Tucson. Our center is uh, even expanding a little more. We have a couple of new therapists that are coming on that know, are it's really crazy. cool, interesting people with great clinical backgrounds mm-hmm. and... Uh, it's just fun to see our 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 team uh, expand.
0: I know. Now we need a bigger building. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It is. We have a very like eclectic group here. I love it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Tara. Well, do you want to do want to introduce uh, today's topic? What we're talking oh, about today? Yes. Right, and it's something it.
0: that we talk a lot about. It, and is, it is. I have titled it smooth transitions.
1: Yeah, I mean today's topic we're we're talking about. You know, one of the things that a lot of times is the sort of Catalyst that brings couples into therapy with us um, and with our clinicians is a time of transition. You know, for some reason, uh, transitions are a point that can often destabilize couples. And so today we want to, you know, we want to kind of take a tour around that. We want to talk about, you know, what some common transitions are that that cause struggles for couples, mm-hmm. and and talk about why that is. And then hopefully, as always, give you guys some, some solutions or some insight into how you and your partner can be more mindful, uh, how you can create some systems around transitions that are that are going to support you guys staying connected.
0: One of the reasons why we really want to do this podcast today is because when we're going through our Relationship Renovation Program, one of the things we do with our couples is a relationship timeline, and what we see couple after couple is that they didn't have strategies to get through transitions, which then kind of broke down the system, whether it was having children, moving, getting a new job, having to blend families, having to deal with in-laws. Like there were no skill sets to learn like that transitions are really hard and we have to have systems to deal with that and so it just again shows up couple after couple and so we really wanted to help you guys understand how important it is to actually have systems to life transitions.
1: Yeah, and and I think also, you know, like a lot of the stuff that we talk about on the podcast it's something that we really have become extremely aware of in our own relationship, and and when we've hit snags, you know transitions are huge, and and little ones and big ones. So so maybe we could start off with a little personal sharing. I mean, okay, we we have oh, a yeah. we have a life set up where there's a couple times a year we spend a, sometimes a few weeks apart. Sometimes in the past it's been it's been months apart. Yeah, and. That transition, and it's interesting because it's not just like even just the moment where where we come back into contact or or separate, but all of the moments leading up to us being apart, mm-hmm. then coming back together, and then integrating back into each other's lives, have caused us. I mean, and, and this is something that happens like a couple times a year. You know, for you know a long time now, has caused us a lot of disruption, right?
0: disruption, confusion, frustration, uh, a sense of like a little powerlessness, like uh, how is what's going on? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think it's it's for us, it can be really confusing. I think confusing is a a really important word that Tara used. um, And because I think it looks a lot of times like frustration, but really what it is is a lot of confusion is that sometimes we'll come back together. We'll have been apart for a while. Tara's you know, maybe has been with the kids and will be be excited to have me back to help. We'll certainly miss each other. And yet we get back into each other's orbits and it's like, it's disruptive. It's almost like harder for a second.
0: I've already kind of like, I've had my own thing going on. I've set it all up. So it's like, okay, I've got this done. I'm going to do this. And then bringing someone else in who kind of has a different style of doing things, it gets a little i get a little persnickety
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and it and it doesn't make sense right because we're because i think in our minds we're like we should just be excited it should just be awesome we should be you know all huggy and kissy and it doesn't always feel that way
0: but the good news is because we know that we're just transitioning back and we have that awareness we're like okay here's what's going on. Like you've had your own space for a while now I'm coming back in and it's different and your space is going to be different now. And we kind of have to merge our two personal boundary spaces together. And so we have to be really patient and we have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Like I was telling EJ just a couple of days ago, you know, like when I get home from work, like I just need to not talk about work anymore. Like I just need that like complete separation. And for EJ, cause that's a transition from work to home. EJ just likes to talk about work all the time, like fun things, financial things, whatever. And so I had to say like, I have to let you know EJ that this is really hard for me. Like I need to leave work at work so I can focus on our family because that transition just from work to home is really important to me and I need to have it separated.
1: Yeah, and I had to just be really aware again this is a transition mm-hmm. and I had to be aware that like look, we want a little bit a different transition out of, you know, out of work and into mm-hmm. out of home. And so I think speaking of transitions, I think yes. that's a great segue right there to talk about, like, maybe we can kind of give some insight because we've met with so many couples over the years of, of what are, we'll just, you know, kind of brainstorm a little list of like okay big and small. What are the transitions that happen for couples that sometimes can be disruptive? You want to- Can
0: I go (laughs) first? Hit it, hit it, hit it. I'm going to say children for, in our relationship- Having children was (laughs) – because, well, you had kids before we got married, and it was – I mean, it was just all I knew, so there was never a transition. But when we got pregnant with twins on our honeymoon, I was like, oh, like, how different could this really be? And I just assumed that you just had it since you've been a parent before. Um, that was not the case. My assumptions were totally off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not I mean, that you didn't have
1: it, but I mean, so starting does. off, that's a that's a big, big one, right? Is when is when couples decide to have kids. However, they they decide to have them. You know, whether it's you know childbirth, whether it's adoption, whether it's even like you know becoming a step parent. You know, Mm -hmm. like kids being introduced into a relationship is a huge one. Um, Okay, here's another one is when there's like shifts in the status of the relationship, like we see couples uh, have some struggles where like you go from being boyfriend, girlfriend, or, or boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, whatever, and into living together. Or oh, yeah. or getting married or having a commitment ceremony, you know, that, that when we see uh, couples, even if it's a positive, joyful thing of like their, their relationship is deepening, sometimes that transition, because people have different expectations, is a difficult one.
0: I know. Like oh my god, we're going to move in together and it's going to be so fun and we're going to cook dinners together and uh darn. Nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Does the dog get to
1: does a dog, get to, does so a dog get to go on the bed or not get to go on the bed, right? We had That's a,
0: still a point yeah, of.
1: Yeah, we're still working that one out.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that in another podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have I just
0: ha- want to say 70% of dog owners let their dogs sleep in the bed. Love you. I- <laughs>
1: Uh, So let's see, we have uh, shifts in relationship. We have having children, you know, a big one, a big one. And there's tons of statistics around this is like moving is buying a house
0: or building a house or
1: building or building a house. We've definitely worked with couples and that's tough, but like just the act of moving, moving cities, moving jobs, like those can be like really destabilizing times for couples. I'm
0: going to add another one working together with your partner.
1: Yeah, what so transitioning from we, like you weren't working with them to yeah. working with them. Yeah, like
0: you decide to start your own business and like here you guys are together 24.
1: Yeah. 7. Yep.
0: 7 days a week,
1: and not th- really, but. Well, and I think just in you know to broaden that, I just think like vocational like in your work life when there are big shifts, you know that that's a time where people shift careers when they, you know, even like promotions because you you might it might be this joyful thing of like, oh, you know, we're gonna be making more money, but, but it's also more responsibility, more, more, more stress. Work hours.
0: I what I'm sure we're missing a ten. Retirement.
1: Retirement.
0: Retirement.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, menopause. Well, I think I haven't gone through it yet, but I just know it's going to be a big transition. Yeah. I'm prepping years before baby.
1: I think in in general, there is we're talking about life stage changes. Whether it's whether it's just like straight like hormonal or physiological life stage changes or whether it's life state changes like having kids for 20 years of your relationship or 30 years of your relationship, and then they all leave, and it's just the two of you staring at each other. We've worked Mm -hmm. with a ton of couples. Retirement. Retirement, oddly enough, we worked with a ton of couples who were like, God, our relationship was so great. And then we retired.
0: And we thought it was going to be this, like, amazing next chapter, but then maybe, like, illness comes in or... You need to like raise the grandchildren. Just like things happen, and like you're, they're just not prepared because there's this expectation, and it'll be this way. Just like when we have kids, just like when we build a house, just like when we have a practice together, whatever it might be, we have these expectations. But guess what? Most of the time, those expectations aren't what reality is. And one thing I really want to add, just because we're a mental health facility here, is that when one partner is diagnosed. With depression or anxiety or PTSD, like that's a very big transition for the family dynamic, for the couples dynamic too. And and we've really tried to support couples in educating them and understanding what that is because the way they relate might be a little different. Yeah.
1: So what we're talking about is like, okay, here's something that causes a a possibility for a lot of disruption in a a couple's relationship, right? It's Mm -hmm. a transition. And just the nature of life, right? Just the nature of life is that it is full of change. It's not static. Things are, are constantly shifting. And some of the changes we're deciding on and Mm -hmm. and they're choices we make. And some of them are things that just happen. And some of them are things that happen and we see them coming. And some of them are things that happen that they surprise us. And so there's no way we get out of, you know, life is gonna change.
0: Just to piggyback, because we're still going through this pandemic, like we've never seen the influx of people needing support Because of this unexpected pandemic that happened in our world, it's been going on now for a year and a half. It'll continue to go. And really, it's like people don't know how to deal with this, right? And so I think that's why like mental health providers are just busy 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 on wait list, you name it because people are like, oh my gosh, this is something unexpected it changed everything and transitions are already hard but when it changes at a global level, like I mean it's just been such a challenging time and again, I'm so grateful that we can support individuals and couples to really like understand what's happening and help them just feel grounded in the midst of this pandemic and you know not knowing what the heck is gonna happen. But again, it's like out of our control, right?
1: So, so, you know, why is it difficult for couples to deal with transition? Like, why is it disruptive to relationships? Why do you? What do you think, T? Uh,
0: well, I would say the number one thing is that people aren't aware. It's kind of like unconscious, almost like, oh yeah, it's a transition, but like people aren't aware that they they're going to have these reactivities to it, and it kind of just hijacks them. And then it just goes nowhere good. I I just don't think the awareness is there. I know it wasn't for me. And I've been in the mental health field for over 20 years and doing a lot of my own therapy. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I I think that hits on something big is that like, Transitions are times where, we, where we're where we on some level destabilized, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're destabilized, we kind of fall into natural patterns of thought and behavior. We, we kind of go into autopilot, right? Mm-hmm. So if you and your partner are going through a transition, you're each falling into some of your your habitual behaviors, your habitual thought patterns, a lot of times those don't line up. You right. know, a lot of times the way in which I habitually am going to deal with change and it's maybe worked in the past isn't the way that works for Tara. And then we end up into this, um, this power struggle that we talk a lot about mm-hmm. in, in other uh, sort of avenues of, of couples therapy is like we end up in this war of like a competing needs. Like I need for us to deal with it in this way. And Tara's like, well, wow. <laughs> I need to deal with it in this way. And what if they don't totally what if they're different?
0: You well, know? and they and they like ninety-nine percent of the time they are. Yeah. You know, just like in our case, like you're pretty chill with transitions. Like you don't have like you're able to kind of be more present with them. And I I start to get anxious like weeks before they even happen. And then when it does happen, I try to prepare myself. I'm still not prepared. So I have a lot more anxiety. You're a lot more present. And I think that it, you know, now now we can, su- you can support each other in my anxiety and I can kind of be like, hey, this is what I'm needing. And I, I feel like we can support each other now, but before it was really, really hard.
1: Well, I would, and just a little bit of self-disclosure here, I would amend what you say a, a little bit, where you said like, I'm totally chill with it. I would say that like, I like- like That was an assumption, pe- I'm sorry. A but- lot of people, no, well, I'm, it was a positive assumption. I appreciate it because I think in a lot of ways I withdraw. You know, in times of transition, I get up into my own head. I'm kind of a little bit of an only child. My sister was a lot younger than me. And so I just sort of deal with it up in my own head. It looks like chill, but really mm. what it is is isolation. And and Tara is a little more anxious about it. She's a little more like like grippy around it. And I'm a little more like back off, like, let's just like chill. Let's just like work our way through that. And it creates a lot of tension. And I, and I think a lot of couples deal with that of like, they just cope with the change in such different ways that all of a sudden, unfortunately, instead of, supporting each other and moving through the transition in, in a supportive Smooth
0: way, way. They
1: kinda they kinda gum it up, right? Which
0: then makes it even worse. Because we're already a little destabilized internally and now the couple's system is destabilized. And so just setting yourself up for, uh, for sure, conflict
1: and and tension. What if it's like we talked about, what if it's a transition where like, I'm coming home, I haven't seen you in three weeks, and we're supposed to be all lovey-dovey and happy to see each other. And the transition feels like yucky and, and it doesn't feel great. And we're like, what's wrong? What's wrong with us? Yeah. You know, I know we both felt that way. Like Tara said, can I share something? Right. She you, said- some,
0: um, Wait, are you going to let me answer? Yes, go ahead.
1: Yes, all right. Over the years when we've gone through this transition, she said th- to me things like, it's easier when you weren't here. And then I'm like, oh my God. Like, even though like, maybe there's some truth there, but hearing that is like super difficult. But when I'm not being reactive and I'm really listening to her, I get it. Like, you know, you know yeah, I guess- it, she finds her system, she deals with it in her way, and then when I come in, I disrupt it.
0: it. Yeah, that that's true. There's also, like, I'm such a, what do I say, like, people pleaser of, like, other people. I'm working on it. I will work on it forever. But, like, if I sense that, like, you're not happy or like it's not, or like you're disappointed, then I kind of go into that, like caretaking mode, which even, and so I don't have to do that when you're not here. (laughs) (laughs) So this is like another thing I'm working on. Like, oh my gosh, like when EJ's here, like I caretake, I'm constantly like, is he happy? Is he not happy? Is he okay? And I'm always like, okay, Tara, that's EJ stuff, not mine. Like, you know, it's just who I am. It's who I've been since I was a little girl. I'm trying to make sure everybody's okay, which is fine as long as I recognize that it doesn't become codependent where then my mood you know is dependent upon your happiness or joy. So that's another reason why it sometimes feels easier. Yeah. So that's just my work to do.
1: So All right. So so we've identified a bunch of different types of transitions. We we talked a little bit about like why transitions are difficult because people cope with change. They deal with change differently mm-hmm. and sometimes they're opposings. The other deal is that people just don't, don't talk about the transition. You know, they just kind of, it, it happens and they just sort of deal and right. don't discuss what's happening. And
0: just to add that they don't even know that they should. Yes. Like I got to put that out there because I just really don't think a lot of couples understand that it's so freaking important.
1: Yeah. So let's go into some let's go into some solutions, some insight Yay. here, right Tara. This is what
0: a lot of people love about our podcast. We yeah. try to really give solutions and tools and ways to feel more connected especially in challenging times or those times that we're not even conscious or aware. So let's get into it.
1: All right. So, what is helpful, Tara? Like what helps couples navigate transitions in a more effective connected way?
0: So, I would say initially for me, it's understanding how I deal with transition, like what's happening for myself first, because if I don't know what's happening for myself, how in the world can I communicate that to my partner? So I started to become more aware around transitions, like oh gosh, like when things are about to become different, I start to get anxious inside and I get a little bit more irritable and I get a little more, like you said, grippy. That's a great word. We should put that on our feelings list. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, the starting point is what actually happens to me when I go through a transition and I kind of reflect back and I can see like, oh, that's when I wasn't aware and this is what I would do. And and now I'm just, you know, I'm way more aware that it's anxiety is at the core of it.
1: I love, I love what Tara's saying there because it points to one of the biggest pieces of insight we try to help couples with, and it's that if the beginning of the process, when you're noticing there's there's something problematic between your, you and your partner, if the beginning of the process is turning inward and looking at what am I feeling. What is, what's going on in my body? What are the thoughts that I'm having? If it begins with an inward focus, there's a chance that you're gonna be able to then communicate something to your partner that is useful and that they're not gonna go on the defense. If instead we're going through a transition and the first thing I'm doing is like, Tara, you are being really stressed out. You're, you're, you're freaking out, you, you're not making me feel welcome. You know, if I do that, to, to what does Tara do right away? She's like, her walls go up. She's like, what? She's being attacked, and so the first thing is is turning that focus inward, being curious with yourself, so that then you can communicate with your partner. And and this goes with with any level of conflict, right? Is it, is if if we're always you turning in for a second. Mm-hmm noticing what's going on for us and then communicating it in a kind, soft manner with our partner, there's a decent chance they're gonna hear us, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. decent so, chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So I think another big piece about dealing with transitions is just having it be a part of your awareness.
0: That you know it's coming. That
1: you know it's coming. Yeah. That you notice like, hey, this is coming up, I have this promotion, or we have this this relatives moving into our city or whatever that you notice, hey, we have a transition, let's talk about it. Let's make sure we understand each other's experience, prepping for it, mm. dealing with it when it's here, resolving it as it moves forward.
0: And I wanna just, again, minor or major transitions, like I've been helping this one couple where he likes to stay later when they're out on the weekends, like at their friends' places. or He likes to stay later. She's more of an early bird. So she's constantly like, can we go home? Can we go home? Can we go home? Can we go home? And he's like, oh, just a little bit later. So I was (laughs) like, okay, before you guys go out, talk about what time would be a comfortable time so that you don't get into that place of like push pull and resentment and they've been doing that for the last six months and every single time they've been successful and that's just like a minor like uh what time are we going to leave the party tonight having them set that up has done wonders yeah so i wanted to just kind of put that major and minor transitions the more you have systems set up, the more successful you will feel, the more connected you will feel with your partner and and with yourself. Yeah,
1: I, I love what you're saying. And and it's, you know, we, we talk about so many different things for couples to be aware of in order to make their relationship connected, loving. And I think like what you hit there, Tara, is just like, we have to just be so darn mindful yeah. of what's happening. And we're, we're going to actually be interviewing a, a mindfulness teacher in the next couple weeks. Yay. Because I think it's such a huge piece because, because yeah, it's easy easy to be like aware of the fact that like, oh, we have a job change. Like that's an obvious transition. But how many minor transitions like you you were just talking about? Like when we leave a party together, you know, when we come home from work, when our kids go from behaving well to behaving poorly, Mm -hmm. like all of these transitions are just like constantly happening. And if we're not aware of the fact that we're both adapting constantly to this changing world around us how are we going to stay connected and and that's what our biggest message to couples is is like we have to stay connected you know we yeah. have to stay connected
0: we have to be okay with each other's discomfort yes right because we we're all different we're unique and we have our own way of dealing with change yeah unexpected or expected yep. And we have to be able to be okay with that.
1: Absolutely. So okay. So so the the tips around staying connected in times of change. There, it starts with communication, right? It's that we recognizing
0: it's, communication. Yeah, absolutely. we we we
1: talk about our experiences. We share. We don't sort of attack mm-hmm. or, or point fingers at each other, mm-hmm. but we talk about it in healthy ways. We recognize it's coming, you know, we notice, we notice, hey, it's coming in the future. Or if we missed it, if it's one of those things that just snuck up on us, we address it and say, hey, we've been disconnected these last couple of days. I think it's because we just went through this transition that we didn't even think about, mm-hmm. you know? So we recognize it at some point. We stay connected, right? even if we're experiencing it so differently. And that's, that's an interesting component too, right? Tara is that like, like for instance, having kids, that was a big one that Tara talked about at the beginning. Like I had had a, a couple kids, right? I had a different experience when we had kids. I'm a male and I didn't give birth to the kids. <laughs> Tara had, went through a whole physical experience that I didn't, that we both went through this experience together completely differently Mm -hmm. and can we stay connected and can I learn and be curious about, hey Tara, what's this like? Yeah. I didn't do a great job of that being like, hey, you've never had I would give a million dollars to go be able to go back and look at Tara a month into us having our twins and say, What's this like?
0: Yeah. What's
1: tell me, you know, if I could have been curious then, she probably would have felt a lot safer, a lot more loved if I had. I kind of feel sad right now. I you
0: know. But you know what? Now we get to help other couples learn from our, not even mistakes, just like we didn't know, you yeah. know, but now we get to help couples supporting like, hey, this is what might feel better. Yeah, And it's not like we know everything. I mean, we kind of built our program on like a lot of the imperfections and, and difficult things in our relationship, but hey, it's been working because what works for us has worked for a lot of couples. And uh, I I really did want to say this too, just to... Like, how do you stay connected in times of change? I feel like you guys need to talk about this now. Don't wait for a transition. Like really start to like understand like, okay, how are we in transitions? Like when things are neutral, when you're just kind of curious, like I would just say like food for thought, start to talk about it now and don't wait for any transitions just to kind of see what comes up and what, and what shows up for you guys.
1: That's a fantastic like point of action right there. Cause one of the things that we tell couples who work with us is like, when you Go to therapy, but then you spend time in between talking about your relationship your Your growth happens exponentially faster, right, and so what we want individuals who and couples who listen to our show is we want you to walk out of this, and what can I do today tonight that's going to make my relationship better and that's and Tara just gave you a wonderful talking point right mm-hmm. it's that hey, this weekend or, or, or today, let's. I'm going to ask my partner, like, how do you think we deal with transition? Like, what is it like when we go through changes together and having a conversation about it when it's not activated is mm-hmm. always better, right? Right.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good job, Tara. <laughs> and I just want to say too, like before we end, just when you guys- really understand each other better. And you're able to navigate changes and challenges in a more kind of aware, mindful way. Like you just feel more connected and supported, which it just helps every facet of, of your life, whether that's family, whether that's intimacy, whether that's, you know, it just, you just feel supported and you don't kind of feel out of control or powerless.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If you can go through a change, stay connected, Uh deal with it in a positive way, even like You know, like we're going through a little bit of a change now, and it's still a little bit bumpy. Mm -hmm. But even though it is a little bumpy, we're still dealing with it so much better, with so much more mindfulness, with so much more awareness than we used to. That it's just like, even though it's a little uncomfortable, I'm. I have this like, it's gonna be okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, there's a trust.
1: Yeah, I trust
0: you. I trust you too. Plug in our social media, babe.
1: All right, all right. Here we go. So, thank you guys. This was really fun. I feel like there's like eight. Podcasts within this one podcast I, that we can expand is, I mean, on. So
0: we'll never um, be without podcasts. <laughs> yeah.
1: So th- this was great. Um, so we always like to hear from you, our audience with possible topics or, or people or couples that you think would be a wonderful to have on the show. So please feel free to reach out to us. You can email us always just at info at he said, she said counseling.com. Uh, you can also check us out on Facebook at he said, she said counseling, Instagram, you can get us at relationship underscore renovation. And we just emerged into the world of TikTok.
0: Yeah, but we're not cute and funny. It's still more like professional. But yeah, we're on TikTok now. We haven't,
1: I haven't, we haven't done any dances yet. Um, that's <laughs> that's at Relationship Renovation. And you can also check out our Relationship Renovation at Home product. And you could the easiest way nowadays is just to check it out on our website. Yeah. Um, just at He Said, She Said Counseling.com. And, and underneath our program section, there's Relationship Renovation at Home. And it's a really cool program that you can do at home with your partner. There's video elements. There's. Uh, there's Lots PDF lessons. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really it's a really cool thing. So check that out. It's always great to be here. It's always great to be here with you, Tara. I know.
0: I feel grateful. Yeah, me as all well. All right. Uh, take care of each other out there. Yeah. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we.